0: and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping, MidwayUSA.com.
1: Welcome to Season 4, Episode 86 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Last week, we learned all about range commands And this week, we're going to learn some techniques to practice on the rifle range that can improve your success in the field. Going to the gun range prior to hunting season can dramatically increase your odds of success. There are things that you can work on while at the range that will make you a better marksman, which can in turn lead to you being a better hunter. The first thing that every responsible shooter should do is to seek out a firearms training course regardless of his or her chosen sport. Taking an NRA firearms course will get you headed in the right direction in becoming a successful hunter. These basic firearms courses are a great refresher for those experienced marksmen to think back to the basics and how to practice the fundamentals of shooting. These are a great reset when you need to improve your marksmanship skills before you hit the field. These are also great ways for brand new shooters to not have to unlearn any bad habits you may have picked up on the way. Basic firearm training classes are a great way to get everybody ready for the fall hunting season. So today we're gonna name six different techniques to practice at the gun range. The first technique is called to breathe or not to breathe. Breath control is one of the first things a new or inexperienced shooter needs to master. Try this, clap your hands together and extend them straight out in front of your body. Next, try to keep your hands motionless. It's virtually impossible to do so because we are living, breathing beings with a heartbeat. We are made to be in motion and we are made to move. As hard as you try, what you're going to find is that your hands are going to move up and down, even if ever so slightly, with every breath you take. The more you try to overcome and be still, the harder it is to do so your extended arms simulate a long gun or a rifle. So imagine you sitting on a bench rest at the rifle range. With every breath you take, with every inhale, your body slightly goes up. With every exhale, your body slightly goes down. Transfer that onto your firearm. With every breath you take, you're slightly moving in an upward motion. The best way to get ready to take your shot is take a breath. and When you inhale... Slowly let out your breath to about halfway, squeeze your trigger to take your shot, then continue the rest of your breath on your exhale to your natural pause before you take your head off the stock and look downrange at your target. By taking a breath, pausing, taking the shot, you are helping to minimize your movement. Another technique when you're lined up on your target is when you take that breath, slowly exhale to your natural pause before you go ahead and take your second breath, come to that natural pause, then squeeze the trigger. This technique helps you reduce movement and minimize movement as you get ready to take your shot by squeezing the trigger. It is virtually impossible to eliminate all 100% movement. You can do your part by practicing certain techniques to minimize that movement when you're at the gun range. Proper breath control should be smooth and deliberate. Once you obtain a proper sight picture, you should smoothly exhale. When your exhale is at the bottom of its path, you should hold your breath and squeeze the trigger. If you lose your sight picture at any point in your breathing, you should start over. Do not rush your shot or shoot with a bad sight picture. By rushing your shot or shooting with an improper sight picture, this could result in a bad outcome. At a minimum, you just miss your target. A worse situation could result in a wounded animal. A disastrous situation could result in the serious bottle injury or worse, your bullet hitting an unintended target. Make every shot count at the range when you're practicing by being slow, deliberate, and executing a perfect shot every time. Next, we're going to talk about the freehand dilemma. Many shooters do not know what to do with their free hand or their non-dominant hand. I have seen individuals place the palm of their free hand on the barrel or on the scope. When this is done, there is normally downward pressure on the part of the firearm that the palm of their hand is placed. When this occurs, it can affect bullet placement, resulting in missing your target or wounding an animal get that hand out of the way. If you are properly holding your firearm, your free hand is not needed. While shooting at the range from a bench rest position, your free hand should be placed palm down under the wrist of your shooting hand. Your shooting hand wrist does not have to rest on your free hand. This is only a place to get the free hand out of the way. Some individuals want to put their free hand palm up on the forestock of the gun. This position is acceptable if you do not apply pressure. Gripping the forestock with your free hand can also affect bullet placement. The forestock of the firearm is only used for support. This is done by resting the forestock on sandbags, a fence rail, or your open palm. Just remember if you wrap your fingers around the forestock, it should be a very loose grip. All too often, when somebody is getting into position to squeeze off a rifle shot, they tend to tighten their grip on their opposite hand. Again, placing your hand palm up on the forestock is just for support. Next, we need to consider our cheek weld. Many times, new or inexperienced shooters are reluctant to get a firm shoulder and cheek weld on their firearm. The fear of recoil is normally the culprit. What they are actually doing is making the recoil much worse. If the butt of the rifle is not firmly in the shoulder pocket, the rifle will kick back and potentially hurt the shoulder. If this is not corrected, the individual will develop a flinch every time they pull the trigger. This causes the shooter to throw the shot that results in missing the target. With the proper shoulder and cheek weld, the shooter can reduce recoil while giving the firearm a firm base to properly function. There is a pocket that's located just inside your shoulder near your collarbone above your breast. You should firmly pull the butt of the rifle into this soft spot pocket so you get a nice tight grip. Your cheek should then rest on the stock of the firearm that allows for the proper sight picture. Some stocks have a raised comb that provides for a better cheek weld. When you pull your rifle tightly into your shoulder pocket and firmly rest your cheekbone on your stock, you can provide a solid base for your rifle. A proper shoulder and cheek weld can provide as stable a shooting base as a gun vise. Next, avoid some of these bench rest blunders. The most common mistake I see at the gun range is how a new or inexperienced shooter places his or her rifle on the firearm support or rest. These supports include sandbags, gun vices, and stands. The rifle should be supported on the forestock or foreend. The rifle should never be supported by placing the barrel on these support vices. Most barrels are free-floating. This means that the forward part of the stock does not come into contact with the barrel. To check this, you can use a dollar bill or a piece of paper. Make a U with the paper and slide it towards the trigger between the barrel and the forestock. It should slide smoothly until it hits the receiver of the firearm. By resting the barrel on the support device, you are affecting the point of impact of the bullet. Practicing the correct shooting position can prevent you from inadvertently resting your barrel on the windowsill of your blind, the fork of a tree or any other rest. Other common errors include having the rifle too high, too low, too close to the shooter, or too far from the shooter. When one of these things occur, the new or inexperienced shooter contorts his or her body to obtain the proper sight picture. As a shooter, you always want to bring the rifle to you, not bring yourself to the gun. This will help to quickly get into a proper shooting position while you're in the field. Next, you want to keep your eye on the prize. In other words, keep your eyes on the target as you squeeze your trigger and continue to see the target after you take your shot. This is referred to as follow-through. Without follow-through, you never complete your shot. Follow-through makes it possible for quick follow-up shots. All too often, an inexperienced shooter or those that have never learned the proper shooting techniques are more interested in seeing if he or she hit their target immediately after they squeeze the trigger instead of properly following through to see if a second shot is necessary. When shooters intentionally lose their sight picture by raising their head off the stock of their long arm or looking over a handgun sights, they are demonstrating their confidence. They are demonstrating that they do not have much confidence in their shooting skills. Many shooters that fail to properly follow through their shots actually start to raise their head or drop their sight picture before they even finish squeezing the trigger. When you are confident in your shooting ability, you do not need to look to see if you hit the target. You know that you did. Follow-through is slightly different between rifles, handguns, and shotguns. When shooting a rifle, regardless if you are aiming with open sights, peep sights, or a scope, follow-through keeps the shooter on target. When hunting, this serves two purposes. First, it completes the shot, and second, it keeps your rifle on target in case a follow-up shot is necessary. When shooting handguns, keeping the firearm on target is also very important for follow-up shots if it is used for hunting. Follow-up is especially important when practicing with guns used for self-defense. Quick follow-up shots are very important if the game you are hunting does not go down immediately or, in the case of self-defense, if the threat does not cease. Getting this technique down can put game in your freezer or save your life. Follow-through is completely 180 degrees opposite when shooting a shotgun. Shotguns are normally used on moving targets. Instead of staying on target, you swing through it. If you stop the shotgun's travel as soon as you slap the trigger, your shot will almost always be behind the moving target. This also sets up the follow-up shots because you are already ahead of your target. Next, think about each shot takes two rounds. This is one of the most overlooked concepts in hunting. There should be a minimum of two rounds in any firearm used for hunting. Once a shot is fired, the shooter, while keeping their target in view, which is follow-through, needs to cycle a new cartridge or shotgun shell into the chamber. This cycling of ammunition through the firearm can be done manually as in a bolt-action rifle or on its own, such as in a semi-automatic shotgun. If a follow-up shot is not necessary, then the shooter simply places the gun on safe, unloads the firearm, and leaves the action open to display a safe gun. This technique can also be practiced while you're on the range, loading and unloading your firearms during range time. This will get you practicing how to stay on target using your follow-through technique while you're loading another round or unloading your firearm, making it a safe gun. No matter what the practice is, make sure you're always following the proper rules for gun safety, including always keeping the firearm pointed in a safe direction, always keeping your finger off the trigger until ready to shoot, and always keeping the gun unloaded until ready to fire. By following your simple range safety rules and practicing different techniques to practice at the gun range, your success can only be improved when you're in the field. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit northamericanoutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day